I welcome you to East Wind Pentecostal Church. I pray that you and your family are well, and I am so glad that you have joined us today. I call your attention to the book of Matthew, chapter 8, and we begin reading in verse 5. Matthew, chapter 8, and reading verse 5 through verse 10. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion, beseeching him, and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say to this man, Go, and he goeth, and to another, Come, and he cometh, and to my servant, Do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled, and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. When the Bible says that Jesus marveled, I believe it is worth our attention to stop and to consider what is it that would make Jesus marvel. Jesus said he had not seen such great faith, no, not in all Israel. And I want to talk to you today about e-faith, e-faith. I believe that God has called us for such a time as this. You have heard of eBay and you've heard of e-trade, but I believe that now God is calling us to e-faith. And I believe that the Lord has positioned the church to be in a unique place right now, this moment, to be able to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ over the airways, over the Internet and social media. And I don't believe that any of this has caught God by surprise. But I believe that the Lord has prepared us to be able to speak the word of faith, to be able to use the airways and to use electronic measures to be able to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ around this whole world. In all of the advancement of technology, all that we have seen in recent years, perhaps some of the most enjoyable and fascinating is the wireless technology. We love Bluetooth and wireless devices. We love our cell phones for communication and, and laptops for information. All of it without wires and cords. This technology is convenient and it is exciting for us. But ladies and gentlemen, it is not new in the spirit world. God has been wireless since the very beginning. In the text, he marveled at the faith of the centurion because it was a faith that was based on authority, not a physical touch. For many in the life of Jesus, there had to be that physical touch. There had to be that connection for there to be a healing. And that's why we know that that's the first level of faith. That is the connection. But what I believe God is calling us to is to a place where we can move beyond the connection and we can realize that the Lord is elevating us to a place where we can just speak the word only. And as the word of God goes forth, people are going to be healed 
in their homes. People are going to be filled with the Holy Ghost in their homes. There is a paradigm shift. There is a shifting in the air. God is calling His people to a place where we can believe Him for the supernatural. And ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know that the Word is in our mouth. That when you speak the voice of faith, that God has declared that through His authority and His power, He's going to back it up with a miraculous work. When we look to the Word of God, we'll see that it is important to have that connection. Indeed, that is the first level of faith. But I want to give you today three different levels of faith. Number one, the connection. Number two, the covering. And number three, the command. Let's first of all talk about the connection. When we look in the life and times of Jesus through the Gospels, we see that in Matthew 14 and verse 36, it says, And besought him that they might only touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched were made perfectly whole. There is no doubt that there is power in touch. There is a connection. They tell us that human touch is needed for the nurturing of our children. It's so important that we put our arm around those that we love. It's important that we touch those that are in our family and we share with them the affection that we have in our humanity. Well, ladies and gentlemen, just as important as it is to have that physical touch, it is so important that we have a spiritual touch. I am so glad that the God that we serve is not some God that's out there beyond the Milky Way. He's not some God that's out of reach or out of touch. But He is as close as the mention of His name. And when you call on the name of Jesus, He is close. He is near. He is nigh. And when you call upon His name, there is a connection that is made. It is one of the reasons that God would not let the children of Israel touch any unclean thing in the Old Testament. In Leviticus chapter 7 and verse 21 we read, Moreover, the soul that shall touch any unclean thing, as the uncleanness of man, or any unclean beast, or any abominable unclean thing, and eat of the flesh of the sacrifice of peace offerings, which pertain unto the Lord, even that soul shall be cut off from his people. Ladies and gentlemen, if the touching of an unclean thing made a wrong connection, then the touching of a righteous one makes the right connection. Jesus touched the man and raised him up. He touched the woman and she was made whole. I remember as a boy, we used to sing the song, he touched me and I turned around. I'm so thankful that we serve a God that touches us. He touches us in the spirit realm. We feel Him wrap His arms of love around us. And we know that our God is a God that is close unto His people. Mark chapter 3 and verse 10 says, For He had healed many, insomuch that they pressed upon Him for to touch Him, as many as had plagues that people learn quickly that just one touch could change their world. And can I say to you today 
that just one touch from this master can heal our plague. Just one touch of our master's hand, ladies and gentlemen. And you and I don't have anything to worry about. I believe that God can touch you right now in your living room. I believe that God can touch you right now wherever you are. And when the Lord touches you, it is an undeniable experience. And you know that God has touched you. There is no doubt in your mind that He has touched your life and made you whole. The Bible tells us in Mark chapter 8 and verse 22, And he cometh to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man unto him, and besought him to touch him. Mark chapter 10 and verse 13 says, And they brought young children to him, that he should touch them. And his disciples rebuked those that brought them. Luke chapter 6 and verse 19 says, And the whole multitude sought to touch him, for there went virtue out of him, and healed them all. He instructed the disciples that through the laying on of hands, the sick would recover. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm thankful for a God that can touch us. And you and I see that. We see it demonstrated in the technology world. We have iPads and iPhones. and We have all of this technology that we can just touch. And we love that. And as much as I love the connection that happens when we touch the Lord through faith, ladies and gentlemen, there is something greater. Something greater than that first level of faith. Because, ladies and gentlemen, for many, many years, we've been able to bring people to our churches. We've been able to lay hands on the sick and they will recover. But there may be a day coming in the future when we're not able to do that. But that doesn't mean that God is going out of business. That does not mean that the church is going out of business. That just means that the Lord is taking us to a new level of authority and power in the Holy Ghost. And when you speak the word of faith, it is the same power of God that's going to be demonstrated. Look how he moved the disciples to this next level. We read in Acts chapter 5 and verses 15 and 16. Insomuch that they brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and couches, that at the least the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them. They couldn't get to Peter. They couldn't get to the disciples. The Lord had told the disciples, greater works than these shall ye do. In other words, you're going to be taken to a new dimension and a new level. Even greater than what the Lord was doing as He laid His hands on the sick and they recovered. He said, you're going to do something even greater. And so after Jesus ascended and went into heaven and the Holy Ghost was poured out upon the disciples and the apostles in Acts chapter 2, what do we see? They had that same power. They had that same authority. And so now they're bringing the sick into the streets. And there's so many they can't get to, Peter. But they say, if we can just get in the vicinity, if we can just get under the shadow, then we believe the sick will recover. There came also a multitude out of the cities round about unto Jerusalem, bringing sick folks and them which were vexed with unclean spirits. And they were healed, every one. Ladies and gentlemen, this takes us to a new level. This is the second dimension of faith. This is the covering. This is that place now where even if you can't make physical contact, if you can just get in the company 
of a man of God that speaks the voice of faith. If you can just get in the surroundings of others that believe, you get under the covering. After Jesus ascended and went to heaven, He gave this authority to His disciples. He said, you're going to be able to cast out evil spirits. You're going to be able to pray for the sick and they will recover. There was a covering that was upon them. There was an anointing that was upon them. No longer did you have to actually touch the man of God, but if you could just get under the shadow, if you could just get under his or her authority, if you could get in the presence. Oh, my friend, I think sometimes we underestimate the presence of God. If the shadow of Peter can raise you up, I ask you today, what about the shadow of the Almighty? I believe that there can be a covering upon your home and upon your family. I believe that God can hover over your home with the shadow of the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, and no weapon formed against you will prosper. That's the kind of God that we serve. He's a God that will cover His people. This is not anything new for Him. He did this for the children of Israel. Look at what the Bible tells us in Psalms chapter 91 and verse 1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Let's keep reading. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor by the arrow that flieth by day. I believe that God is speaking to His people and saying, this is not the time to be afraid. This is the time to step up in the boldness of the Holy Ghost and declare the Word of God. Yes, we are being disciplined. Yes, we are uh, practicing uh, what they call social distancing. But ladies and gentlemen, we are not practicing some sort of spiritual pause. We are not on the sidelines wringing our hands and wondering what we can do. There is a God that is telling us to step up to the plate and to not be afraid of the terror by day or the arrow that flieth by day. Look at this. Nor the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Oh, you ought to take that word of God. You ought to take that promise and you ought to put it in your spirit. If I can't touch him, maybe I can just get in the shadow. Maybe I can just get in the vicinity. You say, is it possible that we can have revival by the Internet? You better believe it. Because as the Word of God goes forth, I'm here to tell you, there's a covering. There is a protection. There is an authority in the Word of God that's going to go all over, not just you and your home and your family, but all of those that you associate with. There is a cloud. We know about the cloud on the Internet, but I want to tell you about a holy cloud. That's what the Lord used to guide the children of Israel. There was a progression about this type of faith. If you can just get in the vicinity, if you can just get close to Him. You say, I, I don't have faith to move mountains, Pastor. Well, you don't have to have that kind of faith. 
All you got to do is just get in the presence of God. Oh, if I can just get under the covering. Because in His presence, there is fullness of joy. And at His right hand, there are treasures forevermore. Here's what Moses knew. Look with me, if you would, in Exodus chapter 33 and verse 15. And he said unto him, If thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence. Moses is saying, Lord, if your presence doesn't go with us, I don't even want to go into the wilderness. I don't even want to go out there unless your presence go, unless there's that covering that comes from you. The Bible says it was a cloud by day and it was a pillar of fire by night. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, can I tell you about the fire of God's power? Can I tell you about the fire that is hovering over His people even right here today in the month of March in 2020 in the midst of a coronavirus outbreak? Can I tell you that there's still the fire of God's Spirit and the fire of God's protection that is upon His people? And the children of Israel were in that wilderness. At night there was that fire. If there were any wild animals that tried to come, if there was anything that tried to harm the children of Israel, there was that blazing fire that was above them. The Bible tells us in the book of Acts that suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it covered them. It was all over them, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire that sat upon their heads. Ladies and gentlemen, we serve the same God. He's got the same power and the same authority and all it takes is for you and I to say Lord cover me with that fire cover me with your anointing cover me with your spirit this is the God that we serve he is a God that has given us a special authority that even supersedes the touch but yet ladies and gentlemen there was something even greater there was a hint that was given this takes us to what we know is the third level of faith. This great faith that Jesus marveled at. Didn't come from the Jews. Didn't come from the Sanhedrin. Didn't even come from His disciples. But it came from a Roman centurion who had an understanding and a revelation about authority. He said, Jesus, I'm not worthy that you would come into my house. But if you would just speak the word only, Oh, my friend, this is what God is calling us to. There is a level of faith that God is calling us to. I call it E-faith. E for electronic faith, E for east wind faith, whatever you want to call it. We're getting ready to go into an E-revival. Oh, hallelujah. And that east wind is going to blow just like it did when the Red Sea opened up and they walked over on dry ground. It may look like we're surrounded, but I've come to tell you, we're surrounded by the love of God. And that wind is going to blow and the winds of Pentecost are going to blow and it's going to open up that Red Sea and you and I are going to walk over on dry ground and God is going to protect His people. This is the third level of faith. E-faith. Look at with me, if you don't mind, Acts chapter 2, verses 17 and 18. I believe this is what God is calling us to for this generation right now today. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God. I will pour out of my Spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaidens, 
I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. Those verses tell us twice that it is the sons and the daughters. It is this generation that has a revelation that they can prophesy, that they can speak the voice of faith, that they can declare it with their mouth. And when they do, God is going to honor it. He said, I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And they, who's they? The sons and the daughters, you and I, they shall prophesy. We see that in our technology world. We love all this touch technology, and we even love the covering. We love the fact that we can go into an area, and even though we may not be hooked up to a wire, there can be a wireless router, but my smartphone and your smartphone can find it because it's under the covering. We know that. Our iPads, our, our laptop computers, they do that. That's the, the way this electronic world works that we live in today. It's all digitalized, and, and we like the touch, and we like the that we get through being under that covering. But ladies and gentlemen, here's what this generation knows that even my generation may not know as well. And that is they understand the command. I don't know if you've had this happen to you before, but there's times that I'm just carrying on a conversation and all of a sudden my phone starts talking to me and it starts wanting to carry on a conversation with me. You know why? Because Surrey or whoever's in here that responds to this, it hears me speak a word. And when I speak that word, it comes to life. You know, we've got these things in our houses, Echo and Alexis and all these things, that all it does is sit there and listen and wait for you to say the trigger word. And when you say the trigger word, it comes to life. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not new to God. It's been in the airways of God's heavenly host for many, many years. And when you speak the name of Jesus, you've got a God that is activated by the power and the authority of His Word. All you've got to do is Speak the name. You can declare the name of Jesus over your home. You can declare it over your children. You can declare it over your sickness. Wherever you are right now, you can put your hand on your sickness and you can say in the name of Jesus, I declare that I will not be sick, but I will recover. In just a moment, we're going to do that. But let me share with you a little bit more. It was this generation that he said would prophesy. It is this generation that would understand that you don't have to have a connection through some sort of archaic means. It doesn't even have to be a touch or a shadow. But, oh, ladies and gentlemen, there is something coming that is even greater. There doesn't have to be a wire or a cable to connect. There is a supernatural power that is wireless. You say, what's going to happen if we can't assemble back in our churches? We will. It'll happen. This, too, will pass. And this coronavirus, it'll dissipate in a matter of time. But ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't mean the gospel's going on hold. No, we're just going to the next level of faith. We're going to believe God like never before. You see, even this week at East Wind Pentecostal Church, in just the little bit that we put out through the airways, we've had over 10,000 devices connect. Ladies and gentlemen, we can't do that. We don't have that number of people in our services during the week. But already those devices, we 
don't know how many people are around those devices. But let's say there's at least two people. That means 20,000 people have already been contacted. You know what that says to you and me? That says that this thing is greater than our local buildings. This thing's greater than our local churches. There is a revival that God is wanting to give God's people right now today. And He's wanting to declare that if you just use your mouth and declare the Word of God, that God's going to give you a revival on your children, in your home, in your marriage, and in your finances. I want to speak right now to your finances. I want to say to you today, don't be afraid. The God of heaven, hallelujah, He owns the cattle of a thousand hills. Oh, yes, He does. And God's not up in heaven wringing His hands, worried about the stock market. I've come to tell you, you don't need to worry about your finances. If you'll just keep on believing God and trusting in the Lord, God's going to open up the windows of heaven. Hallelujah. You're not going to go hungry. There is a God that's going to bless you and keep you. And all you've got to do is send the command and say, in the name of Jesus, you have called me to be the head and not the tail. Oh, come on. He said, I'll rebuke the devourer for my name's sake. You ought to go ahead and declare it, Lord. I declare a blessing on my home. I declare a blessing on my finances. Hmm. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Just send the command. Just send the signal. And it will travel through the airwaves. And things will start to happen. I'm so excited. You know, a number of years ago, I got one of these wireless printers in my house. Somehow the printer connects to my laptop without any wires. And I just hit the command. There you have it. I just hit the command button, print. And somehow... That laptop starts communicating with the printer. They've got each other's ID. And it goes through the airways. And it sends the command. And it says, start printing this document. And after a few seconds, that printer starts gurgling and making some funny noises that we don't always understand. But in just a little bit, a document comes into manifestation. It's printed. Now, here's what I want to share with you. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. God has already sent the command. Even before you see the miraculous, even before you see the miracle come into fruition, the command has already been sent. And God says, I'm going to put this power within my people. And all of a sudden you say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I declare victory. Now, you may not see the results of it right away, but I've come to tell you in the spirit world, the problem, the dilemma, it knows the ID address of the power of the name of Jesus, and it communicates and says, let my people go. Oh, hallelujah. Bless them like never before. There's a command that goes forth. And all of a sudden on the other side, there's a gurgling. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? The Bible tells us in the book of Acts, uh, when the Spirit of God came upon humanity, they began to speak in other tongues and prophesy. You couldn't even understand what they were saying. But guess what? It was a heavenly language. And if you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost uh, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, uh, I'm going to challenge you in just a moment to receive the Holy Ghost right where you are. If you begin to lift your hands... And you'll begin to declare the glory and the greatness of God. We're going to speak the voice of faith. And you'll receive the Holy Ghost right where you are. So you better get ready for it. All you've got to do is have a praise in your heart. And a determination and an expectation to begin to receive from the Lord. And God's going to pour out His power in a mighty way. Get ready for it. In just a moment, we're going to pray the prayer of faith. You see, my friend, God created the worlds this way. By just the spoken word. The centurion recognized that Jesus could just speak the word because he recognized authority. If you can understand spiritual authority, 
you can understand what it is to have e-faith. Matthew chapter 17 and verse 20. This is so important. The disciples had prayed and nothing had happened. But when the Lord prayed, there was a miracle. They asked the Lord why, and here's what he told them. Is as important as Acts 2.38, Matthew 17.20. Don't ever forget this verse. And Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief. You had faith, but it was your unbelief. You didn't quite understand the dimension that I was calling you to operate in. For verily I say unto you, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed. Ladies and gentlemen, you say, I don't have faith. Yes, you do. The Bible said he has given unto every man the measure of faith. You say, what's my measure? Even if it's just a grain the size of a mustard seed, it's enough. And he said, here's what you do with it. This is what he was instructing his disciples. He said, speak or say unto this mountain. Here it is again. He's telling them, give the command. This is the level of faith I'm calling you to. Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove. And nothing shall be impossible unto you. Oh, hallelujah. He told his disciples, speak to the mountain. What's the mountain? It's anything that seems to be an immovable source, some sort of obstacle that's in your life that it appears that you can't get around. If you'll just speak the voice of faith, that mountain, the Bible said, shall remove. Not it may remove, not the odds are good that it will remove. The Bible says it shall remove. And nothing shall be impossible. Nothing, nada, zero, nothing shall be impossible. There's no problem too big or too small. Nothing shall be impossible unto you. It doesn't say Peter or Paul or Philip. It says you. I want you to point to whoever you're watching this with right now. Point to them right now and say, that means you. Go ahead. If you're there with your family, tell your children. That means you. You don't have to be a certain age. You don't have to have a minister's license. All you got to do is believe the Word of God and speak the Word of faith. And nothing shall be impossible unto you. Oh, hallelujah. Not because of our strength. Not because of who we are. But because of our obedience to the Word of God and the faith that is in our heart to declare without fear and believe that God will do the work. Oh, my friend, it's not by accident that the Lord put on our heart early last month that this year would be a year of great revival. This virus did not surprise God. He is going to turn this around for our good. People get the Holy Ghost in their homes. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. People are going to get healed in their homes. When men of God speak the voice of faith, the authority of God's power is going to be released in our lives and through the Internet. I hope you can join us starting tomorrow night all throughout the week, 7 p.m. Monday night. Brother Josh Herring, Tuesday night, Chris Green, Wednesday night, Mark Morgan, Thursday night, Charles Robinette, Friday night, Joel Urshan, Saturday, Dylan Morgan. It doesn't matter where you are. You can be in a different location. You can be in a different country. You can just be in your home. It does not have to limit us. But whenever we speak the voice of faith, if we can understand e-faith, we can have an e-revival, and God will give us a great victory right in our homes. This is going to take over, my friend. I hope you're ready for it. Oh, I'm excited. The gospel is going to take over the Internet. 
Can I just say this? I feel this in the Holy Ghost. It doesn't belong to the pornographers. The Internet does not belong to the pornographers. I believe the gospel of Jesus Christ is going to overtake the Internet. And as we begin to share it with our friends and our neighbors, I've come to tell you, my friend, there is a mighty revival that's coming. Just speak the word. It is wireless. It travels through the airwaves of a heavenly host. Isn't it time? For your faith to become an e-faith, to become wireless. I challenge you to use your mouth and to issue the command today. I command you, Satan, get out of here. I command the mountain of fear to be removed. I command the mountain of doubt to be removed. Come on, my friend. Use your faith and send it by your word. I wonder right now if you would bow your head. Would you bow your head and close your eyes? If you need a healing in your body, or if you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost by the evidence of speaking in tongues, I'm going to pray the prayer of faith right now. Maybe you can gather your family around you. However you want to do it. But I want you right now to get ready. Would you get ready right now for there to be a word of faith that would reach you wherever you're at right now in the name of Jesus Christ? Would you bow your heads right now? And I wonder if it's possible and you could just lift up your hand right where you are. Or if you've got a pain in your body, just put your hand on the pain wherever whatever it is and get ready right now for a miracle. I want you to get ready to receive a miracle of God right now in your home and in your life. In the name of Jesus. Now by the authority of the Word of God. And by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And by the power of the name of Jesus. I speak faith, Lord, into this home. I'm asking you, God, right now in the name of Jesus, if you would heal every sickness, oh God, and every disease, oh God, I pray, oh Lord, that you would stop this plague, this virus, by the power and the authority of your word. And I'm asking you, Lord, right now, for every man and woman that has a hunger for the word of God, I wonder right now, as they begin to worship you in their homes, would you pour out your spirit would you right now, God, pour out your mighty power and fill them with the gift of the Holy Ghost? Oh, that's it right now. Just lift up your hands and begin. God, wherever you're at, why don't you use your voice and use your faith and begin to declare the glory and the greatness of God? He is a prayer answering God. He is a miracle working God. He is sending forth his word right now. In the name of Jesus Christ.
is our God, and all will see how great, how great is our God. My friend, right now, if God has healed your body, or if you've received the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, you've spoke words you've never understood before, I'm going to ask you to do something. I want to ask you if you would contact us, either by going to our website at eastwind.church or by calling our church office at 321-723-2030. Or maybe even you could send us an email, but make sure you contact us and let us know. God has filled you with the Holy Ghost. God has healed your body. We want to share every testimony. Faith is contagious. And we want you to share the gospel with everyone around you. And we can do that. If you'll let us know, we'll make sure we get it out over the airways. And I want this world to know that God is at work. And if you've received the gift of the Holy Ghost, let us know. If God poured out His Spirit upon you and you felt the unction of His Spirit, you spoke out words that you've never spoke before, Ladies and gentlemen, don't be afraid of that. That's just the evidence of His overflow of His Spirit in your heart. Or, if God has healed your body right now, and you know that God has healed you, and you claim it in the name of Jesus, would you let us know? Contact us by our email. Uh, you can reach us by our website, eastwind.church, www.eastwind.church, or by calling us at 321-723-2030. I also want to remind you that tonight we're going to be having a panel discussion on how we can be able to disseminate this gospel in this world that we live. We're going to give you some great tips. We're going to have uh, different people on the panel that's going to talk to you about how to reach your children, how to reach your young person, uh, how to be able to set up a family time, and how to be able to use this environment that we're in right now to cause all of us to grow spiritually. That's going to be a panel discussion that we're going to have tonight right here at eastwind.church. It's going to be broadcast to you. And it'll begin at 6.30 p.m. Now may God bless you in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, everyone. I want to thank you for joining us here at East Wind Pentecostal Church. And we want you to know that if you'd like to be baptized in Jesus' name, we can do that for you today. We can do it here at the church. We have a baptismal here at the church. We'll even come to your home if you have a swimming pool. We can baptize you in your swimming pool. It's that important for us to help you to be baptized in Jesus' name. We also want you to know that if you'd like to learn more about the Word of God, more about the Bible, that we have experienced teachers that can come to your home, teach you a home Bible study. We can even do a video chat. Whatever works for you, we want you to know that we're here for you. Also, very important, if you need prayer, we have prayer teams that can come to your house, pray for you at your home, or you can even send in your prayer request here to the church. We just want you to know that we're here for you and that we want to do anything that we can to help you in these trying times with your walk with the Lord. You can visit us at www.eastwind.church and our phone number is 321-723-2030. God bless.